0: Hello, and welcome to the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Guthrie, and I'm an attorney, mediator, trainer, keynote speaker, author, podcaster, social media influencer, technology junkie, consultant, and coach, and although I know that sounds like a lot, but what it really means to me is that I've found a way to make a living doing what I love and doing it in a way that lets me help others. So in this podcast, I want to share some tips and insights into helping you create the career that lights you up and pays your bills, whether that's as a mediator, attorney, collaborative professional, or really anything that you are passionate about. So I'll be chatting with some of the most successful and influential experts in all areas associated with building your practice, and I'll share my own thoughts and the lessons I've learned along the way. So come along on the journey with us, and soon you'll have a practice that will let you make money mediating too. Hello listeners, it's Susan Guthrie, and welcome to Make Money Mediating, the podcast that helps you turn your passion for mediation into a profitable business. I'm your host, and today we are going to talk about how to draft effective social media posts for your business. Social media is a powerful tool for marketing your mediation services, but it's not enough to just post something and hope for the best. You actually have to put some thought into what you're doing. You need to craft your message carefully if you want to get results. So let's dive in. My tip number one, and this is the one that I think people forget most often is to know your audience. And to start with, that means, who are you directing this post to? Who are you speaking to? Who are you trying to attract? There's generally two audiences for businesses. There is an audience of the general public, or if you're like me, a divorce mediator, the divorcing public, right? The people out there in the world, who are getting a divorce and might need a mediator, or there's the business to business approach, which is your professional colleagues and referral sources. So if you are a mediator who gets most of your cases through referrals from other colleagues, that's your audience. They're actually the client that you are crafting your message for. Not for the general public. So, first off, you need to decide who you are speaking to when you draft that message. Now, I do want to say that sometimes it's both. Some of us, right, I, certainly as a family law practitioner, am speaking to both the divorcing public and my colleagues who might be sending me a case or a referral. And in those instances, you may be putting out a message, but depending on where you're putting it out, such as if you're putting it out on Instagram, that may be more geared toward the public, to the consumer, to the potential client. And if you're putting it out on say LinkedIn, a more professional network, that may be more directed to your colleagues, to your referral sources. So tip number one for drafting effective social media posts for your business is to know that audience and who you are trying to reach. Now, beyond that, once you have identified the potential pool of people you are speaking to, you want to think about what their interests and pain points are. What do I mean by that? Well, what is it that they are looking for? And again, this will be very different from the public to professional colleagues. The public, and I'll just keep using that divorce client scenario, the divorcing public Well, they are looking for gosh, a variety of things, right? They are looking for a process that is amicable. They are looking to not spend a lot of money. They are looking to not be any more stressed out than they already are. They are looking to be supported and guided. They are looking to find a path that helps their family and their children stay as sane as possible throughout the process. They, have a lot of pain points. So if that is your potential audience, you're going to speak to those pain points and what you can do to help them, right? So I always say, identify the interest of the potential client that you are going to talk about explain that i always put it in terms of normalize it it's really understandable and normal that you will be feeling overwhelmed at the beginning of your divorce process that is something that is very common for people then you would go on to say what you do and how that is going to help them how that helps them right so so perhaps you would like to know more about mediation because mediating your divorce gives you an avenue that is carefully crafted to support you through the entire process, giving you a step-by-step approach where you are fully supported with the help of your neutral mediator and your support professionals to get through the process. So I've identified what their interest is to not be overwhelmed, to be supported, to understand what they need to do next and where they need to go. I've identified mediation and what it can do and how I can help them. So that is how you might want to craft a post or a social media message to a potential client addressing their pain points. Now here I will tell you again, this is where a lot of professionals who rely upon referral sources, here's where they get it wrong. They are often putting out messaging to their colleagues Talking about the client pain points and interests. And yes, your professionals do want to know that their client needs are going to be met. But, you know, if attorneys are your referral sources, most attorneys think they are meeting their clients' needs. So, what are the attorney or the professional's needs that you can help them with? And there's a variety of different things. What do they want to do? Will they have highly emotional clients and as a mediator that is something perhaps you can help them with by doing negotiation coaching for their clients or for mediating some of the issues that aren't worth trying but need to be managed. Things like discovery issues or the parenting plan or Issues that may come along that, again, the parties do not want to spend the money to litigate, but they really throw sort of that bomb in the water and don't allow the action to move forward very often attorneys also want their matters to move more smoothly, to have issues identified properly. And I will tell you one thing that attorneys really want is their hard work and representation of their clients to be acknowledged. So a message you might want to put out there is just how much you as a mediator value your attorney colleagues for the hard work that they do in helping their clients to get ready for their process to move through pulling together their facts and positions and to come into mediation with an open mind and ready to brainstorm and identify issues and move forward toward solutions. So you're going to talk to that referral source of yours in a very different way than you're going to speak to your potential consumers. So know your audience. If you're targeting divorce mediation clients, for example, you're gonna post about the benefits of mediation over litigation. If you're talking to your referral sources, mention some success stories from past referrals or ways that you have been helpful to the attorneys in your past. That's what they're looking for. How are you going to help them? Tip number two, and this one's pretty important too. I call it, you've got to get the clickbait. So when you are putting out any sort of messaging mass, you need to make sure that it catches people's attention. So you need to use attention grabbing headlines because the headlines, the first thing that people will see. So it's an important to make it what I call that clickbait, right? Something that they're going to look at it and say, I need to know more about that. Here's a couple tips for this. You want to use strong action words that make it clear what your post is about. So for example, if you're sharing a blog, you might use a headline like five tips for a more amicable divorce process. That's for your divorcing public. If you are talking to your referral sources, five ways a divorce mediator can support an attorney in the litigation process. Or one that I just came up with for one of my clients who is a divorce coach and relationship coach, parenting coach, and the headline that we came up with for her blog is why every divorce attorney needs a great relationship coach on speed dial. So something that gets their attention, it's really important that you not use those generic, the benefits of mediation, or the top five reasons why you should mediate your divorce. Remember those pain points, address those pain points in your headline and give them action as to what you're going to do numbers are also very helpful so if you're going to give them five of this or the top three ways or an insider look letting people know you're going to draw back the curtain on something and share your insider information your top tips as an expert in the field very helpful tip number three for social media at least is keep it short and sweet even More than before COVID, I think we have become the culture of, that has the attention span of gnats. We just have no attention span. Everything is quick. Videos on social are 90 seconds or less. So you wanna keep your posts short and to the point. What you're trying to do is drive them somewhere. So if you're on Twitter or Facebook, go for about 100 to 150 characters. LinkedIn can be a little longer 250 to 300. I would say Instagram's in that same range, but you don't have to be long there and make sure your message is clear and concise. Don't use a lot of industry jargon or technical terms, but space it out. That's another one of my tips. Don't make it a really dense single paragraph. If you space it out so that things jump out, that's going to make it actually easier for people to jump to the important words, the things that are gonna get their attention. But keep your posts short and sweet. The next tip is for those of you, especially who are using Instagram, Facebook, to a certain degree, LinkedIn, you want to use high quality visuals. You wanna have high quality images or videos. Those do tend to get more engagement than those without. That, that those visuals help your content stand out. And it's really helpful if you get yourself in those pictures. People start to identify you with your messaging. These days, all of you know, have a couple of podcast episodes on this. You all know I'm a huge Canva fan and a ChatGPT fan. There's Dolly, which is also artificial intelligence image creation can go ahead and check that out, but you're going to want to make sure that you have something catchy, just like you want that attention-grabbing headline. You want a catchy eye drawing type of visual that will get people to look at your post as well. And you want to be consistent, by the way, in your branding when it comes to your graphics or visuals. You know, you want to be recognizable, so you want to get your logo in there. You want to use consistent colors fonts, etc. cetera. Use your branding kit that we've talked about in other episodes. Now, something else that goes up and down in popularity, I say, but still has an ability to move the needle is your use of hashtags. So tip number five, use those hashtags. They can help your content reach a wider audience. So use relevant ones that are popular in your industry. So for for what we've been talking about here, you know, hashtag mediation, hashtag divorce mediation, hashtag conflict resolution, hashtag divorce coaching, you know, go for the ones that are popular within your industry that people might be looking for, especially when you're talking about the consumer. Less so with the professional referrals, but not, Entirely so. Your professional referrals are also going to look for things like mediation. Perhaps if they are, you know, specialists in construction, litigation, or they have certain areas of specialty or those are your specialty, you know, use the hashtags that your target audience will be looking for. So you want to make sure that you use those hashtags. But when you throw in like a hundred of them, I don't think it makes it any more helpful than if you use a probably five well-placed, well-thought-out ones. And here I told you at the top of the episode that knowing your audience was the number one mistake that everyone makes. Well, if there's a number one mistake, this is a close second. If it not number one, you need to include a call to action, a CTA. This one people forget all the time, they put some pithy information out there, really helpful, and then they forget to tell people what they want them to do next. So you want to encourage people, your audience to engage with your content by including that call to action. Now it could be as simple as, if you think this is helpful, please like, share, or comment on this post. You might ask them a question and ask them to drop answers into the comments down below. Or you can say, if you found this helpful, please check out my website for more resources and to contact me. So send them to a website or send them to a landing page where they can download something and you can grab their email address and add them to your mailing list. There's a lot of different things that you can do, but think about it. What is it that you are trying to elicit? If you want them to check out your website and see the different types of services you offer, tell them that. If you want them to reach out to see if you might be a good fit to help them with their litigation case, help them mediate for their litigation clients, tell them how to reach out to you. So that call to action is probably, if not number two, it's number one of things that people forget when they are crafting their social media. And here's a little pro tip, everyone. You can create like quick one-liners and just have them. I actually keep them on my phone in the notes on my notepad. And when I'm creating a social media post, I'll just go and copy and cut and paste into the social media post so that I don't have to do that all the time. I do the same thing with relevant hashtags so I don't have to type them out each and every time. Make your life easy. Use that little notepad. Use those pre-made calls to action so that you are never going to forget to have one in there. Tip number seven, you want to be consistent with social media. And that means a few different things, but mostly it means you need to consistently be posting. This is not a once a month or whenever it hits your scattered thoughts to throw something out there on your social media or when you did something, you presented at a conference. So you're going to put a picture of that on there. And then a month and a half later, when you speak at uh, the local college or at your local rotary, you're going to post a picture of that. You need to post consistently on social media so that you can build your own following and keep your audience engaged. One of the best ways to do this is to create a content calendar where you can plan out your posts in advance. I always say, try to post once a day, certainly on, I would say Facebook and Instagram. These days I'm actually hearing people say even once a day on those isn't enough, but that's all I ever do. And then on LinkedIn, try for a couple of times a week. And you want to get those posts out there. You can use scheduling tools like Hootsuite or Buffer to make that easier. Those are website or programs actually, where you can go and preload all of your posts with their graphics, with their hashtags, with their calls to action, with the headlines that are catchy, everything that you need. And then you just set a schedule, you set it and forget it. The wrong code like I'd like to use. So that will make your life a lot easier or go back and listen to the how an MVA can be your MVP episode. Because if you want to get a marketing virtual assistant, they're going to take care of a lot of this for you and make sure that it's going out there consistently. Now, one other thing I want to say about consistency, because I said it was more than one thing. It's, also, it's posting consistently, but it is also going on there, engaging with others consistently. You cannot just post and then disappear from the platform. If people engage with your post, you need to engage with them and you need to go out there and meet people. Right? I told you it's like a dating app in certain ways, especially LinkedIn. Go out there and find people who are interesting to you and be social with them. I've talked about this and how to make social media work for you. Social media is less about media and more about social. So go be social. You've got to be consistent about engagement. And then my final tip to be effective in crafting a good social media content, uh, social media messaging, is to use the analytics to track your performance and just take a look at what type of content you're posting that's actually working, like what's resonating with your audience. And remember, you know who your audience is because you're crafting this message for them, for potential clients, for your referral sources. But take note of what's actually working. Every platform tells you certain statistics about what your performance, your analytics are for your posts. Check that out and then you refine your strategy and then you'll improve your results. You don't just keep doing the same thing over and over. You want to look at metrics like engagement rate, reach and click through rate to see what is working and what is not. And again, this is something you're not interested in. Your MVA can be your MVP. You wanna keep track of what you're doing so that you don't wasting your effort. Everyone always tells me how big a time suck social media is. It is, but a lot of it could be wasted time and you wanna actually get a return on your investment. That's the best way to do it. So those are my top eight tips for actually crafting social media messaging that's going to work for you, that's actually going to get you the clients, the referrals, the the business support that you are looking for when you put in that effort. That's it for this episode of Make Money Mediating. I hope the tips help you craft more effective social media posts for your mediation business. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to see covered on the show, feel free to email me at Susan at Susan E. Guthrie. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I hope you got some great insights and tips on creating your dream practice. Join us every week on Thursdays for a new episode. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you're enjoying the podcast, here's a shameless ask. Please consider giving it a five-star rating and tell us in a review what you find most helpful. It's honestly the best way for others to find the show so that they can make money mediating too. I'll see you next week.